0: Are you a high-performing parent, entrepreneur, or high-achiever in pursuit of excellence? Welcome to The Nexus Podcast, a podcast custom-tailored for families like ours, driven, affluent, and eager to lead extraordinary lives. From rockstar stay-at-home moms to high-producing CEOs, we choose to model success for everyone we are surrounded by. We prioritize health over sickness, embrace a vitalistic lifestyle, and seek to tap into the limitless potential that God has bestowed upon us. I'm Dr. Daniel Kimbley, your host, and on this podcast, we'll uncover the secrets to living a fulfilling and abundant life where you and your loved ones can thrive physically, mentally, and spiritually. Together, we'll forge a path to greatness and unleash your God-given capabilities. Get ready to say yes to a life of true prosperity and well-being. This is The Nexus Podcast. Welcome back to another episode of the podcast and one of the things that I have been talking a lot about lately is something that is quite personal to me on a number of levels and the reason that it's personal is because I have been doing this for nearly 10 months now and will continue to do so for as long as I see fit and that thing that you are probably wondering before I tell you what it is, is Arguably, one of the most important things, yes, one of the most important things that you could possibly do for your health. And no, it is not chiropractic care. I believe that is the number one important thing, but there are other things. I'm not going to talk about chiropractic on this episode. What I'm actually going to talk about is, drumroll please, something that I recommend to every single client that I work with, every single person, including my little baby daughter is walking sounds so sexy it sounds so great it sounds not really that cool because it's not but the reality is is like i've been diving into what is most important for brain function for a healthy brain what creates longevity what allows somebody to live a lifetime of fulfillment and it always comes back to the brain this is why chiropractically speaking, we adjust people in our office is because when we adjust the spine, we affect the brain. But that's not what I want to talk to you about. What I want to talk to you about is what can you do outside in your everyday life that is 100% free, except for it takes you a little bit of time. But I guarantee you that the cost of that time is like nothing compared to the return that you would get on the investment of actually doing it. And when we think about return on investment, there's something important is that you should get a return on it. Like whatever you invest into, whether it's time, whether it's money, whether it's energy, whether it's thought, like if you're investing into something, you better get a return on it. And the biggest return that you could possibly get, I'm not exaggerating, the biggest return that you could possibly get inside of your life from some type of exercise is walking. Yes, more important than weightlifting. Am I saying weightlifting's bad? Nope. I do it almost every single day. Am I saying that running or playing other sports or doing other things is bad not at all what I'm saying what I'm saying though is that walking is the most important thing that you could possibly do for your health and I'm going to share with you why through some studies that I've been looking at there's some other things that I've been thinking about along the way and what it really comes down to is this is like the simple fact is this is that walking literally changes the way that your brain functions how there are a number of reasons how so number one when you walk you are driving a lots of leg movement. Lots of leg movement actually stimulates your hormonal system in your body. So yes, moving your legs is like crucial in the conversation of exercise because often what I see here too many times is people go into the gym, they do their bench press, they do their bicep curls and they completely ignore their legs. And then they wonder why, you know, like, oh, I was so healthy. I had such big biceps. I was healthy. But then I had dementia or I got Alzheimer's or like any of the number of things that we see people deteriorate with. And there are a number of other things as well when we talk about the physiology of a stress response, which I won't get into on this podcast. But the idea is this, is that walking literally affects your brain in a number of ways. And not only does walking affect your brain, but it actually affects your genetic expression Of life and I'm gonna share that to you this is not just me making this up these are the studies that have been published so what brought this on is that everybody always asks me like dr. Daniel what's the number one thing I could be doing what kind of cardio should I be doing what should I do to lose weight so if I look back over the course of the last 10 months for me I will tell you definitively that the number one thing that I've done for cardio specifically is walking and I'm not talking about walking super fast I'm talking about just a normal pace of walking and I've been trying to walk 10,000 steps a day now here's the trick everything I'm going to share with you is significantly less than that for saying what will allow your brain optimal, optimal um, function. And so I would say that we are made to walk many, many more than 10,000 steps in a day. 10,000 steps is about five miles if you're wondering. But for a lot of the research that I've been looking at, it says that just one mile a day can literally change the way the entire brain functions. It can change the size of different parts of the brain, which I'll talk about here in a second. And so, What I want to encourage you is like, I know this doesn't sound amazing. I know this doesn't sound sexy, but the reality is, is like walking is going to boost your metabolism. Walking is going to help you lose weight. Walking is going to help you mentally, like from a cognitive thought process standpoint. It's going to allow you to function better as a human being. What does this mean? This means that you're a better parent. This means that you're a better business owner. This means that you're better on yourself. This means that you look better in the mirror. Like, The only thing that walking could do is bring you better in terms of life in general. And so when we look at what happens with walking, the biggest thing that I came across in all the research, hands down 100%, is that when we walk, and the studies that I looked at are talking about one mile a day. And there are, like, we can go way more than that. So if you want to put one mile in perspective, a mile is about 2,000 steps. It's depending on who you are. So it's almost nothing, right? This is like an insignificant amount of walking, but most people just don't get it in a day as a reality. So I would argue that we need much, much more than 2,000 steps in a day. But the research is supporting that what they notice first and foremost is that there is an increase in the size and the volume of a part of the brain called the hippocampus. So when we walk, we increase the volume of the size of our hippocampus. Now, how does this work? It works like this. It's very, very simple. Is that when our bodies move more, we feed our brain more information. And if you think of your brain like a muscle, I've talked about this on previous episodes of the podcast, the more movement that we have, the more our brain gets fed information. And the more our brain gets fed information, the stronger it gets, just like a muscle. So our brain needs a workout, but our brain only gets a workout from movement. We were designed as human beings to move. This is why walking is so, so crucial. And it's like, aside from getting adjusted chiropractic care, like the number one thing you could do is walk. The number one thing you could do is take your family on a walk. And this can be, again, 2,000 steps a day is what these research studies talk about. So there's an increase in volume of the hippocampus. So the question is, okay, well, what does the hippocampus do? So the hippocampus does a number of things. The first thing is that stores long-term memories. So when we talk about dementia, when we talk about Alzheimer's, like, yes, parts of the brain that are directly linked and correlated to those come from are walking. And so like when we're moving, we're actually changing the parts of the brain. We're actually influencing and increasing the part of the brain that's responsible for storing long-term memory. The other thing that the hippocampus is responsible for doing is regulating the hypothalamus. So the hypothalamus is really kind of like a master controller of the body. And so the the. Functions of the hypothalamus look like this. It's like regulating hormones. It regulates our appetite. It regulates our sexual behavior and it's responsible for homeostasis. So when I say homeostasis, what I mean is balance. So balancing out temperature, balancing out other things in the blood, it's just from a hormonal perspective, right? So what's interesting is that the hypothalamus fires to the pituitary gland and the pituitary gland is responsible for our metabolism and it's responsible for almost all of our endocrine function on some level like it controls them so when we talk about the endocrine system we're talking about our hormonal system so long story short when we affect our hippocampus We are literally affecting our hormonal system, our entire hormonal system in our body, and we start to increase our body's ability to grow and to build. So the less movement we have, the less that we are going to grow, and the less that we are going to build. This is why walking is so so crucial. Is because it's not just moving your legs. It's not just about your heart. It's literally about your brain, and your brain, my friends, controls every single function that happens in your entire body. It controls every cell. It controls every tissue, it controls every organ. This is why I get so passionate about what I do in my office is because when we can allow people to wake up their brains through the adjustments that we do to their spine, through getting them moving, things simple like walking, like literally their lives will start to transform. Not because I'm the best doctor, because I am not, but because we understand how the brain works and we know that the brain is a healer of your body. God gave you gifts in order to heal yourself and you do that through the expression of how your brain is functioning. So if your brain is functioning less than, everything else in your body is gonna be functioning less than. How can you stimulate and strengthen your brain? One way and one way only, and that's start walking. Like literally start walking every single day. Commit to doing 2,000 steps. And this is the coolest part about it is that the 2,000 steps or the 5,000 steps or the 10,000 steps if you really wanna push it don't need to be all at the same time. Like you don't have to go walk five miles straight. If you walk 30 minutes in the morning, 30 minutes in the afternoon, like you're gonna get close to that. So here's the interesting part about this is there's another study that they took dementia, Alzheimer's, and Parkinson's patients. And what they did is they had them walk 3 I'm sorry, four times a week. They had them walk four times a week for 30 minutes. So four times a week for 30 minutes, that's two hours. So they're taking two hours out of their entire week to dedicate it to walking. And here's what they found. 25% reduction in their symptomatology. And these are already people diagnosed with Parkinson's, Alzheimer's, and dementia. And their symptoms went down. Their level of life expression went up as a result of doing one thing and one thing only, and that is literally just walking. Because when we drive the legs, we start to wake up and strengthen the brain. And when we start to wake and strengthen up the brain, we start to change our hormonal system in the body. And when we change our hormonal system in the body, we literally change our brain and our brain starts to build new connections and we start to express life at a higher level. Like it's as simple as that. And it's so easy. But most people just won't commit to stepping outside and walking. And, you know, the other part about walking is like, I'm getting off on a little side tangent, but I have to do it is the other important thing about walking is that when you're walking, you're outside You're getting fresh air. There are things passing by you on both sides of your eyes. So literally what you're doing is you're starting to stimulate the frontal cortex of your brain, which has also been shown to be affected by walking. When you stimulate the frontal cortex of your brain, that's a part of your brain that's responsible for decision making. It's a part of your brain that's responsible for your emotional connection. So there's all these things that come into play. There's another study that came out. And what this study said is that it looked at 299 people and the 299 people they looked at were age 70 to 90 and they were non-dementia patients. So they did not have dementia. They did not have cognitive issues that were diagnosed necessarily. And they had them walk a mile a day. And after six weeks, here's what they noticed that they had a reduced risk of cognitive impairment by 50% by walking one mile every day. Like that's it. One mile every day. That's not that long. Like it's literally 2000 steps, maybe even less than that. I have long strides. So when I share this with you, the reason that I think it's so important is because when we start to look at like, what's the number one thing we could do for our health? What's the number one thing we could do for longevity? It's literally start walking. Like it's so. Simple. And every person that asked me, what should I do for exercise? Should I start doing CrossFit? Should I start doing this? I'm like, you should really just start by doing something that's free and just go for a walk every day. Like go walk with your family, connect with them, be around your family, have good conversations, get outside, get sunshine, get sunlight into your eyes. All these things stimulate the healing systems in our body. Here's the other interesting thing about the study that I just shared with you is that what this study suggests is that not only does walking affect the brain, But when we affect the brain, we start to affect our genetic expression. And so what does this mean? It means that our environment of our brain, if it is unhealthy, is going to unhealthily express genetics in our body and vice versa. And so there's a thing called epigenetics, which means that our environment influences how our body expresses itself. So this is incidences of cancer and diabetes, and the list could go on and on and on. And we talk about disease. And the reality is, is that when we walk, We change our genetic expression. And then these are not my words. These are researchers who are much, much smarter than me who say that definitively when we walk, when we put our feet on the ground, when we go outside, when we do what we do, and it's just a mile a day, and this is 70 to 90-year-olds, right? We're not talking about young kids. We're not talking about middle-aged people. We're talking about old people. We're talking about people who are a little bit older, um, and not saying that 70 is old at all because I know I have some patients that we take care of who are crushing it and they're approaching 80. And the reality is it's because they, they walk every single day. They're out moving every single day. Move your body, you wake up your brain. You wake up your brain, you strengthen your brain. You strengthen your brain, you change your life and every single function inside of your life is going to elevate. So my question for you is this, my friends, is like, what can you commit to in terms of a daily, weekly habit to get yourself up and walking because the reality is is like you can go to the gym and pump iron. You can do bicep curls and tricep pushdowns and your bench press all day long, but if you're not walking, what we know is that walking positively influences the brain more than almost anything I know other than chiropractic care. And so my friends, This is what I leave you with is like, if you want to start to change the game for you, if you want to start to influence your hormonal system, if you want to start to create balance within your body, if you want to start to strengthen your brain and you want to start somewhere and you have no money and you have no energy, like start to invest your time into walking and watch what happens. You'll have more energy. Walking is free. You don't have to go anywhere to do it. You don't have to pay anybody to do it. So this is what I encourage you to do. Is like get out, walk. I would encourage you to go 10,000 plus steps a day, but you can start with just a mile a day as the research states. And it will guaranteed change your life It has for me, it has for my wife, it has for my daughter. That's why we do it almost every single day because we know that not only does it allow us to connect to each other and have great conversations, but we get to be outside, we get to enjoy this beautiful place that we live in, and we get the added benefit of stimulating our brain so that we don't deteriorate at 30 or 40 years old like most people say that we are designed to do, which just isn't true. My friends, I love you and I appreciate you. I'll come at you again next week. Peace.